0: Okay, here I am. So, here I am getting into that, that sticky place. That sticky place <coughs> where I know I'm going to find something that might be a little bit dirty and a little bit moldy. Not in the sense of, like, anything physical. More in the sense of things that are, like, beliefs. Old beliefs, old patterns, those kinds <coughs> of things. That I'm ready to just, like, clean it all out, air it all out. Do, like, a deep clean and, like, move literally move to a different home space in my head to get to live in a new location, right? With like new plants and new like culture and new everything, right? And just get to feel like I have permission to travel, right? And rather than feeling like I have to stay in the same place for my whole life, birth to death, and not experience anything because maybe, oh, maybe it might be too quote-unquote... Too expensive, or too, too much change, or too much, too much out of the ordinary, too uncomfortable, too much—all of these things, right? But instead, get into the space where it's like, no, it's a beautiful thing to get to grow and become and experience new things and and the whole gamut, right? It's, it's a beautiful journey to get the opportunity to be on, versus feeling like. You know, like, I'm just, like, settling for less almost, right? Like, when I don't have to settle, you know? I can understand settling if, like, you literally, you know, you're physically, like, paraplegic whatever, right? And you're just like, yeah, like, you you can be okay with living this life of, of being a little bit more, you know, just more maybe immobile or, you know, like, dependent or whatever, But even then, right, I wonder if I could just be okay to just, like, to live a great life regardless of whatever disabilities I have and whatever, right? And that's, like, the thing that I'm getting into, too, is, like, you know, there's parts of me that realize I probably, probably... You know, it's almost like I almost feel like I need to put on a retreat just so I can feel like I did it, right? Because I feel like I'm going to have to overcome so many different things in some ways to be able to just do this. And so in some ways, it's like I just feel like I need to do it so that I can just get through some of these things like, and, and have a moment for me to feel like I did something that was hard for me too, right? But that was worthwhile for me to learn how to do so I felt like I could do it and feel like that is something that I could do and and maybe pass on to someone else, you know? Cuz eventually, of course, <coughs> I do want to go the yoga teacher route, right? In a very like grandmotherly kind of a way, right? Where it's like, "Hey, I get to teach classes. I've been doing that for the first decade of my yoga teaching life." And I feel like that I, I eventually, you know, as soon as possible, really want to get into the the stage in my life where I'm teaching teachers, right? And I'm teaching other people how to teach yoga to others in a way that is like meaningful, right? Like meaningful, deeply meaningful yoga classes, right? That are not, yes, there's a physical, but anybody can teach the physical yoga classes. This is more about diving deep into the meditational aspect of each of the poses and, and all of those things and, and being able to really get, get deep into those the spiritual and emotional elements of, of of love and and receiving love as fully as it is being given and and with every breath and all of that kind of beautiful stuff right so that's like I want to be able to teach that I want to be able to teach people how to how to have like a yoga to Christ kind of an experience right where they can feel. The arms of their Savior just holding them in every pose, right? Like, and just feeling that deep connection with this person that, as people that are devote and like wanting to dedicate their lives to, you know, centering their lives on Christ, it's such a fun practice to be able to do, you know, not just yoga, but like. Jesus fun kind of yoga, right? Like in a way that is just so acknowledging and so grateful to be able to be alive because of him and, and, and feeling that in every movement and breath, right? Like allowing for those prayers that we have on our knees to not just stop there, but to carry on in our hearts, even throughout our poses and, and all of this kind of stuff, kind of as a simulation for life, right? As we set ourselves up for the day, we just started on the mat for a few minutes and just and let it carry on and trickle into every aspect of our lives. So, what is it that might be stopping me from something like this, right? Like, Like, why would I ever want to just, like, feel like I can't just do it today, right? I couldn't just get up and do this today. Or, or tomorrow, or whatever, but the the honest truth is, I could, you know, I actually could, if it was today, or tomorrow, I would much rather it that way, than if it was like, 60 days from now, right, because I actually don't love the pressure of all of the things I could be doing to plan something, right, I'd rather just be, have it be a three-step thing, book it all, people sign up, show up, and go do it right like and none of this like back and forth what color should this be or what flavor should this thing be or you know how many things should we pack into this amount of time and and all of those kinds of things when really it's like couldn't we just have like simple like could it just be like a simple 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 kind of a thing and that's kind of where i'm going with this it's like yeah I'd love it to just be as simple as possible, right? And and as low-key as possible. <coughs> and as in some ways as accessible as possible too, in certain ways, right? I know that there's retreats out there that are a thousand to two thousand dollars as a basic, right? That's kind of when you know that you're entering into a quality retreat, right? Or you hope it is, right? And then I go to these things and then I'm like, you know, it's not like I'm disappointed, but I'm kind of just like, yeah, like you go through it and you're just like, yep, that was good. And they were definitely doing it to make money, right? Like that was definitely like a make money kind of a, an experience where I went to a business, they offered me something and I paid a high price for what they had to offer. And at the same time, it's okay, right? It's okay for people to pay a certain amount because in some ways, it's not so much about how much that that cost really does balance out in the end after the fact, everything like that, with like how much food is being used or what's being extracted, or how much time is being used and all the nitty gritties. Really, all that price tag is all it usually is about, for me anyways, is to get me committed to show up and to have a good attitude when I'm there. Because if I'm going to pay a certain amount, it almost is a very clear indicator of how committed I'm going to be in keeping to that appointment, how committed I'm going to be when I'm actually there to be awake and to make sure that I've taken care of my body and my spirit enough so I can be as alert as possible and get the most out of that experience. That's really all that price tag has been for me in the past, and I've been grateful that it's been offered to me in that way, because I know I could experience the exact same things if there was a different price tag. For example, if it was free. You know, I probably would go through a different experience if it was free, versus if it was, like, maybe a little bit more in my price range, versus if it was, like if it was like something that somebody else was taking care of everything, and I could just pay the price and be like, hey, yeah, you do the done-for-you version, right? Because that's basically what it is. It's like, hey, there's three different ways to do a retreat. There's a do-it-yourself, which is basically kind of like a scrappy, like pull-together, hey, everybody show up at this time, between this time and this time, bring your own stuff, and make your own retreat happen alongside each other, and we'll just all be together in the same location while we're all retreating and doing our own things. That's like a do-it-yourself kind of a retreat. Super low-key, awesome, right? Um, The only thing with that that's like not as awesome is that there's not as much unity. There's not as much of a life change kind of an opportunity, too. There's not as much challenging your beliefs and and taking you through processes where you have to trust. And you have to step outside of your own comfort zone and really get into that space of being like, hey, I have to be brave at different moments. You know, I'm going to be called upon to do or say different things and to try different things that I've never done before. And and there's that that kind of stuff that doesn't always happen in a do-it-yourself because when we do things ourselves, we just kind of tend to stay in our own little spaces, right? Then there's like a done with you kinds of things, right? where it's like hey, maybe someone will organize a retreat and then they'll have somebody else be like the instructor kind of person. They're just there to kind of help be the side facilitator kind of a person facilitating the experience while also getting taught themselves, right? That's like one way to do it. Then there's a straight up full done for you where it's like the highest price basically that someone could pay um, to have everything covered, right? all the accommodation kinds of things, top-notch everything, all of the food kinds of things, top-notch everything, all of the, you know, all of the interactions expected to be as like top-notch everything, right? And just like super warm, super and everything, right? And And it's really interesting, right? Like you kind of expect different things with different price tags, I guess. And I guess, like, there's that part of me is just, like, I guess it's scared because I kind of know how critical and judgmental I am. And so I'm kind of, like, for me, it would be easy for me to do do a do-it-yourself one, right? Like, I wouldn't have to think twice about doing it. You just, I could literally just sneeze it out, be fine. It would just happen, right? Then there's the (coughs) do do it with you. I could totally just overdo something. Just get all the people together and just grab all the people and just like set it up, right? But I feel like the real change and the real challenge for me would actually be the done-for-you. Creating a done-for-you experience for someone else where I, I am, it's on me, right? It is. But I like it that way. I like that level of pressure and I like that level of challenge when it's on me, right? Because it's something I can actually do right? And I realized not everybody can do that. And so why don't I just challenge myself to do something that would be a challenge for me that I can do and that, that would be worthwhile for me to just take ownership of and just go for it. So there's some of my belief process with that, which is kind of still terrifying too, right? Because I don't necessarily always have this belief I haven't in the past that, like, hey, let's go and, like, have people spend a bunch of money on me, right? Like, or on what I believe in and what I'm working on or whatever and have a bunch of people invest in what I believe in kind of thing, right? But in some ways, I guess I kind of have to work through that too because if it were anyone else, I would, like, spend hours and hours and minutes and minutes and time to really take the time to be like, hey, by the way, you know, we have this friend, they are working on these goals right now, and they're having a hard time with making it all happen. If we could just pool together and all put in, like, whatever amount we feel like we could contribute to just help support her in her goals with what she's trying to do right now, just to give her some support, like, whatever that could look like for you, let's let's see how we could do this, right? And So that she can just, like, practice, right, at who she is and what she does, and this kind of thing, right? So then I was like, okay, yeah, I could, like, I could totally see myself doing that, right? And, but then the other scary part is like, yeah, when you do a done for you version, there's almost that funny, not funny necessarily, but it just is, it just is what it is. That that expectation that the books need to be you know and they need to actually work right you can't just like estimate everything and give everyone a discount when like one person the one that's offering it is going into debt and bankruptcy because they're not like believing in themselves enough or that what they offer to be able to believe that maybe they what they have to offer is going to be for the ones that can afford it right not just on a on a monetary financial way but the ones that will be that just like that but what I mean is like the ones that are going to need it the most that are going to make room so they can afford it right because they can't afford to not be a part of that is kind of the feel that I'm going with so that's kind of some of the feel that I have with that and I guess like I had another like moment today that was just like I feel like it was one of the first times that I felt like somebody else was really encouraging me in a very specific way To just really help me remember that the kind of yoga that I have to offer is so unique to what I do and who I am and who I've become over the years that it can actually, it's world class and it can never, it cannot be found anywhere else in the way that I offer it, right? And that's because there is no one else like me, right? And so that's exactly it, is like... What I have to offer is only what I have to offer, and nobody else's, and, and that's a beautiful thing to capitalize on, because I'm not, I'm not plagiarizing nothing. It's so totally, exactly what I have to offer, and it's so clear and crisp, you know, and it, it, just, it just bears beautiful results over time, right? Like, And just practicing and going deeper and (coughs) those kinds of things. So anyways, I'm just feeling super delighted to even be thinking about this because, you know, I, I probably have spent a lot of my years just kind of in that stage of like, oh no, I couldn't do that, you know, kinds of thought processes and, you know, had all the reasons why I couldn't do this, that, and the other, right? And then now that I'm kind of starting to enter into this space of like, well, what if though? What if it's actually doing more of a disservice to people by not offering something like this, right? And then I have to be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's pretty cool. I could work with that, right? So, so that's nice. Because I, like, then it goes back to where I was a couple months ago, because now it's December. A couple months ago, I had only started teaching yoga again after taking a six-month break. And it wasn't until that moment I was talking with somebody that really got the fire in me again, when they were just like, so I was in the same place. And then I just told myself, you know, like, I don't have to be doing this. I could just move on with my life and just try to find something else that I might want to do. But there's a part of me that just oh, is a little bit, leery about just not doing this because I've learned so much in it. It's helped me grow so much. I have so many solid hard skills in doing this. It would almost be like a sin or like unethical to to keep it, right? And not to share it and not to have some way to share this on a weekly basis at least, right? And so then I was like, yeah, I guess so. I actually am one of those people too, right? Like I actually do have some hard skills that need to be shared all the time. Like there's never a moment that I talk with anyone that they have everything taken care of in their in their heart and mind space. That they are completely at bliss and peace with themselves and that they have they feel like they have no problems with anything and that everything is fine all the time, right? Rarely ever. Ever right And so it's, it's nice to be in this perfection where it's like sweet you, it's not sweet. It's not sweet that people suffer so much all the time and that they, str- they struggle with mental health and stress and all of this kind of thing. And it's a beautiful thing that there's a way for us to move through that rather than letting it um, kind of like in some ways set our course and like kind of like set our destiny for us so that we become kind of a slave to our stress, right? Versus actually like overcoming the world, right? And like finding and allowing for like the love of God and and breath work and pose postures and things to be able to 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 allow for us to move through those things. And not allow for us to stay in those stagnant places, but actually to grow and become from those places.